2: now
4: advertisers or even its viewers the information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice an appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement but as always we encourage you to do your own research enjoy the show Good afternoon, patriots, and welcome back to another episode of Occam's Razor, solo edition on Red Pill News. Hope you guys are having a lovely day. I'm feeling a lot better than I was yesterday. Woke up with a migraine at... About 30, 7 o'clock. Jumped in a hot shower, took some medicine, did not work. Ended up sleeping until about 5 p.m. and going to bed pretty early. We've got a lot to discuss. Much has happened over the course of the last few days. New revelations coming out of the Igor Danchenko filings from John Durham. Continued persecution of... Trump supporters by the FBI, the DOJ, Mike Lindell, obviously, on the card, got accosted by the FBI yesterday. We've got so much going on. All right, guys, thank you for being here. Don't forget to like and share the broadcast on your favorite social media platform. Ooh, it's Glenn MS's birthday. Who care news over onto the Foxhole. Happy birthday, Glenn. Do me a favor, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn because we're going to be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the show. Thank you for being here, guys. Let me get the chats up on screen here. I want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. Rumble, there is rumble, and uh, there we go. That should do it. Thank you to Rumble. Thank you to my friends at the Foxhole. If you guys are using the Foxhole, you'll probably notice that there are some major upgrades that have taken place. Uh, with any major upgrade, there's always going to be a couple of bugs. Those are gradually being ironed out as myself and other streamers figure out what they are. We're passing them on uh, to the mats. That would be Web Gorilla and, of course, Matt 1776. So they're getting them taken care of as quickly as they can. Uh, with regards to my health yesterday, being sick. You know, I've suffered from migraines for most of my life. But if I can be perfectly honest, guys, since I got COVID after Bards Fest back in August of 2021, I haven't really been 100 percent. It's took me a long time to recover from that. And even after I was back to the point where I could work, uh, it's still not the same. There are some things going on, and I haven't been able to get into the doctor's office. I've been trying. Uh, hopefully, that's going to change here in the very near future. But um, it's been an uphill battle. It's been a real challenge. And the last couple of months with my traveling, I have been forced to cut down on the amount of videos that I'm putting out. And I've gotten a lot of emails from people asking, what happened to Red Pill News? You know, why are you only doing interviews and in uh, Occam's razor? And, uh, you know, the truth of the matter is that it's just easier for me to do the live streams uh, because that way I get to reach you guys still. I still get to put out good information. Um, but it, unfortunately, there's just I don't have enough energy to be able to put out two, three, sometimes four videos a day, six or seven days a week. It's just unsustainable got a lot of things that we have to do here at the house i have to take care of just in my regular life and you know my health has honestly been the one thing that i've let suffer the most i haven't been to the doctor in a really long time and it's something that i need to do um so, you know, I appreciate all the well wishes. I just uh, ask that everybody who has been a, a viewer of mine for uh, a long time, uh, that you understand that I'm trying to get back up to, to full capacity here. I really want to be able to keep doing the shows in the way that I have in the past. It's just been really, really hard and I'm trying to push through it, trying to do what I can. Got a lot of work still to do with the interviews from the moment of Truth Summit. Uh, and hopefully uh those are gonna start coming out again tomorrow. Uh lots of stuff to uh to tell you guys about. Need to say thank you to MB Gloss, who says, Thank you, sir, appreciate you over on Rumble. Thank you very, very much. Uh Lou N V also over on the Foxhole says, Oh no, not the Pillow Man too. That's right. They went after the Pillow Man. And I tend to think, I tend to think that it was a response to what we're seeing coming out in the filings from the Durham trial. I want to open there, guys. I want to start there with these new filings, because the most recent one shows us a massive shocker, perhaps maybe not so shocking, uh, but shocking uh, nonetheless probably to a lot of normies out there, people who have been watching what's been going on who might think that There was no grand conspiracy to destroy Donald Trump or to take down America or to foist Joe Biden upon us as the selected president of the communist United States of America. Well, Igor Danchenko, of course, was a Russian asset. This guy was the primary subsource for Christopher Steele. We know that the FBI used Christopher Steele as a confidential paid informant. Well, it also appears that they used Igor Danchenko as a confidential paid FBI informant. The more information we get about the Spygate saga, the more twisted and unbelievable it comes. So the FBI was paying Igor Danchenko to give them information. It looks like, Perhaps the FBI routed Igor Danchenko to Christopher Steele, who they were also paying, who was also being paid by the DNC and Hillary Clinton directly to create this fictionalized account of Donald Trump, his his uh, decisions, his movements, his supposed crimes and involvement with the Russian intelligence services. And of course, at the end of the day, Vladimir Putin himself. Absolutely insane. So uh, this was yesterday that this came out. Now, what's interesting is that on the 3rd, we got this bit of information. Uh, excuse me. Uh, go to this one. So we had another filing uh, from the Durham uh, uh, case against Igor Danchenko, uh, and this revealed some more information about the FBI's knowledge of the Steele dossier and the fact that it was likely completely fake. Now, all of these filings are coming out right now because we have the Danchenko trial that is set to begin in October. Now, the status of John Durham, white hat, black hat, who is this guy? Is he doing what he needs to do? You know, obviously, uh, we have one camp that says uh, John Durham is a white hat. John Durham can be trusted. He's going to do what we need him to do to bring people to justice. Certainly, it appears that he tried with the Michael Sussman case, but that was in D.C. We learned a very important lesson there. We can't have these cases in Washington, D.C., Eve for America. Thank you very much. She said,
5: my daughter has suffered from migraines as well for 15 years. I'm sorry they affect you, too.
4: Praying for you. And I appreciate you so much. I can't tell you how much your generous donation means to me. That's uh, very, very appreciated. Thank you, Eve. And uh, and yeah, you know migraines suck. Migraines are just about the worst thing that I can possibly imagine because there's really nothing you can do for them. And you guys know that I- I've been sober going on five years now, so I, I can't take a lot of the medications that they want to give you for migraines. Uh, I don't trust <laughs> doctors that are prescribing medication by and large, uh, so I kind of have to suffer through it and take homeopathic remedies. Um, they do work, but uh, not in the
5: same way that uh, taking a quick easy pill from the doctor does. So.
4: With regards to Igor Danchenko, we had the, uh, the assistant special counsel, Andrew DeFilippis. He, he withdrew from the case. Now, Filippis oversaw some very important cases. He did see the case uh, against Michael Sussman uh, and the FBI case, excuse me, and the case against FBI lawyer uh, Kevin Kleinsmith. Now. A lot of people would say Sussman got off when he, he shouldn't have, and Kevin Kleinsmith uh, was essentially given a sweetheart deal by that uh, judge in, in his trial. Now, Igor Danchenko is another breed entirely. This is happening way outside of Washington D.C. This is happening uh, in a completely different jurisdiction, some place where I think we are going to be able to get an impartial jury trial. And I think that if John Durham was a black hat. Then he would just have every single case take place
5: there in Washington, D.C., which would give every single defendant a pass. And people
4: would not say exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. FBI roboting me. OK, wow. Sorry about that, guys. I uh, don't know what to say about that one. Um, t- 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 we also have scam calls coming in at the exact same time.
5: Testing, testing. One, two, three. Is, uh, is it working now? Is it working now? Sounds like Twikie from Buck Rogers. You guys, is this new? Is this a new thing that's happening or has this been happening the whole time? Um, wow. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Read mine. Read mine. Holy effing, holy spirit effing around. Wow. This is so cool. I don't even know what's going on, guys. Uh, honestly. I have this, I have a voice changer on my, uh, not only digitized, but it's mono and evenly spaced words. Wow. Well, no, I don't need to hear. Hold on. Let me reset my board. Let me
6: see if that helps.
4: Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Can you tell me if it's working now? Yeah, I know it was muted, guys. <laughs> the the uh, microphone wasn't uh, plugged in at all. So,
6: is it working now? Is it working? 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 <sighs> that was normal. Okay. Thank you very much. Let me just give you guys a preview as to what will happen
5: if I have to unplug my microphone. It will remain muted until the electronics
6: robot again. Testing, gosh darn it.
4: How about now? Testing, testing, one, two, three. 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 testing, testing. One two three. God, I'm gonna have so much editing to do in this stream. Remember what I said about live streams being easier? And you know, I take it all back. I take it all back. Testing, testing. One two three. Nope, not normal. Good now. Now good. Okay, five by five. Cheese o' oh, Pete's man. I'm about done with this board. Uh, I think there is a there's a problem. You know, if it's not a problem with the board itself, then someone is effing with me. They are. Reaching in and they are doing it from afar. This is very frustrating. Okay, glad to hear. Glad to hear. Back to the sad, strange tale of Igor Danchenko, uh, the Russian asset who was the primary subsource to Christopher Steele's PP dossier about Donald Trump. Um, So this footnote here is what is extremely important. Let's go ahead and take a look at it. This came out on the 3rd. I was unable to cover it at that time, and I got buried under all of the other news uh, that had come out. Uh, But as we get that pulled up, wow, are they going to allow me to pull it up? I've got two gigabyte internet, and it takes this long for something to pull up. All right, well, let's just go to the information that came out today. Because in the last 24 hours, we learned that Danchenko was on the FBI's payroll as a confidential human source from March 2017, okay? So from March 2017 through October 2020. Now, this is after the PP dossier had been written. So this indicates that the FBI was well aware of who Igor Danchenko was. Uh, If they needed to make him a confidential human source after the the PP dossier had already been written and the investigation into President Trump had already begun, why do you guys think that would be? We have no real good reason for it. Uh, this is clearly an orchestrated effort between the intelligence community, the law enforcement community, the FBI, Hillary Clinton, the DNC. They did anything they could to delete Igor Danchenko from their records. Now, they knew that there was a problem with the investigation from the beginning. So as a result of that knowledge, they decided to make Igor Danchenko a confidential human source in an effort to try to cover up the misconduct that they had already engaged in. Now, this timeline here, March of 2017, this was just before the third FISA warrant was submitted in April of 2017. This allowed James Comey and the FBI to work directly with Igor Danchenko so that they could support the counterintelligence investigation against Donald Trump. But it was all a lie from the beginning. Now, this continued to protect the FBI and the Mueller special counsel investigation from revealing sources and methods. That's how they kept everything covered up, because the source of the Steele dossier, which they knew was fake, was now a paid confidential human source for the FBI. And once that Change had been made. They had plausible deniability to not let anybody know about it. This is a timeline of the interviews that Danchenko was involved in. Now, this is, again, also after the FBI realized that Danchenko had lied about the entire situation. In October of 2016, we had the first Carter Page FISA warrant submitted to the FISA court. In January of 2017, there was an application for the second FISA warrant that was submitted to the FISA court. January 24th and 25th, we have the first interview of Danchenko by the FBI. And at those meetings, this is where he first lied. He made false statements saying that he had spoken to Sergey Millian by phone and that Millian had agreed to meet him in New York. That never happened. That was never something that was going to happen. And then in March of 2017, Danchenko gets paid and hired by the FBI as a confidential human source. Skip ahead to March 16th. We have another lie from Danchenko to FBI agents that back in July of 2016, he received a call from someone who Danchenko believed was probably Sergey Milian, But in fact, they knew that Danchenko never got a call from Sergey Milian. Jump to April of 2017. We have the application for the third FISA warrant submitted to the court. In May 9th of 2017, President Trump fires FBI Director James Comey. Maybe he knew that all of this was happening in the background. May 17th, we have Robert Mueller hired as special counsel. May 18th, Danchenko then once again falsely states to the FBI that he was under the impression that a late July 2016 telephone conversation he had was with somebody that he believed to be Sergei Milian. But again, Sergei Milian never called Igor Danchenko. It's arguable whether or not Uh, Danchenko ever got a call from anybody. He was just making it all up. Jump ahead to June 15th of 2017. We have another lie from Danchenko to the FBI saying that he had never spoken to who was known as PR executive one in the court filings. That would be Dolan about the dossier allegations. Then June 29th of 2017, we have the application for the fourth FISA warrant submitted to the FISC. Every single time one of these FISA warrants are submitted, there is no uh, reason to be doing so because there are no crimes that have been committed. This is merely a witch hunt designed to attempt to find something that President Trump or the people in his orbit are involved in. The Russians were only involved with the DNC. The Russians, were only involved with the FBI, and yet the entire time they're projecting their crimes onto President Donald Trump. In October of the same year, Danchenko lies to FBI agents, stating he had spoken to Milan. On the telephone, on more than one occasion, November 16th, Danchenko lies again to the FBI, stating he had spoken to Milyan on the telephone, but he never did. On December 9th of 2019, we get the Horowitz report detailing all of the abuses in the DOJ, the FBI, and Mueller, FISA abuses. October 19th of 2020, John Durham is appointed as special counsel. And then October 2020, Danchenko is terminated as a confidential human source. So up until the point... John Durham was appointed special counsel just before the election of 2020. We had Igor Danchenko on the payroll of the FBI the entire time claiming that they could not reveal sources and methods, saying that they didn't know who the confidential human source was Igor Danchenko is now indicted and he knew about the clinton connection he knew that he was directly hired in as a result of hillary clinton he has now been indicted on giving multiple false statements and the Steele report has revealed that the media picked up the most salacious allegations of this probably at the behest of hillary clinton there never was any pp tape there never was any collusion with trump and russia Every single time that any bit of information came out about this stuff, it was a lie. It was a bald-faced lie the entire time. So now, as a result of this revelation, I believe that it's very possible that this is the reason that we get the move on Mike Lindell. And this is not just Mike Lindell, but remember, we had something like 35 to 50 Trump-connected people that have been raided in the last week. I was just having a conversation with someone before the show began, uh, and they believe that the FBI is going to attempt to create some type of a RICO indictment against all of these people. Every single person that's been raided, that has had their phone seized, it's had something to do with their investigations into election security, uh, investigations of electronic voting machines. And it's a distinct possibility that this corrupt regime and the FBI is going to attempt to pin some type of a RICO indictment on these people for, say, trying to overthrow the United States government. This is exactly what they said we were trying to do on January 6th. It was a peaceful protest. Nobody was involved in trying to overthrow the government. The idea that a couple of thousand people outside the Capitol building could overthrow the most powerful government on the face of planet Earth is simply laughable. Remember when Joe Biden just recently said, if you're going to try to overtake the government, you're going to need F-15s and nuclear weapons, something like that. We had uh, Eric Swalwell, the lover of Chinese spy Fang Fang. Remember, he said something about nuking American citizens because we wanted to keep our guns. We have in America right now a completely and utterly illegitimate government. I see Freddie Durf out there in the chat. Freddie, I would love to know What you think about the FBI's recent moves against people who are simply trying to investigate election fraud here in America. It used to be something you could do in this free nation. You could ask questions. You could ask for investigations. You could expect that there would be some type of even-handed application of the law. But over the last several years, we've witnessed as the government and the powers that be within it, these federal agencies have become weaponized against the largest portion of the American public. We are not extremists. We do not hold views that are outside the mainstream. We are the mainstream the mainstream are the people who care about America, who savor the freedom and liberty that we are granted, written in the Constitution, that have been delivered to us naturally by birth as human beings by our Lord and Savior, God, Jesus Christ, whatever you want to call it. We are people who deserve to have our rights. That's all we want. We don't want to have a government that's been weaponized against us. We don't want to have to wake up in the morning and fear whether or not it's going to be a knock at the door and there's going to be a series of jackbooted thugs parading through, pushing our wives, taking our guns, destroying what little semblance of respect we have left as we watch our nation crumble around us. This is what we care about. This is what we're fighting against. Meanwhile, Joe Biden stands in front of the military, calling 70 percent of the nation terrorists a danger to the American Republic democracy, as he calls it. But it's a republic. These investigations are not false hope for people who like conspiracy theories. If it's a conspiracy theory, Freddie, then why will they not allow an investigation to take place? Clearly, the government has no problem entering into investigations that lead nowhere. Would you consider the Mueller investigation to be a conspiracy theory because they spent how many tens of millions of dollars and found no crimes on behalf of Donald Trump? Why can't we just put a fraction of that into having an investigation done in a correct manner, in a fair manner, into at least one of these elections in any county, in any state all across the nation. Why is it that we have private companies that are running algorithms on voting machines that are proprietary, that we can't take a look at when they are performing the duties of our government, which serves us, which we are the bosses of? We are the bosses here, not the government. And yet the government believes That they are the bosses of us. That's the problem that we have in America. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is abject fact. This is exactly what's happening right now. Our government has been weaponized against us. And people, simply for having the wrong political ideals, simply for voting the wrong way, they can expect to be completely and utterly destroyed. Look at this. Here is a Trump supporter after uh, the raids on 35 to 50 Trump-aligned individuals last week who got raided by the FBI. Why? Because she apparently attended the January 6th rally. Oh, wait. She didn't even attend the January 6th rally. This is a conspiracy theory to me. Yeah, Zach, me, I come forth on behalf of the one who is given all your rights, eh? Buddy, what's his name?
6: <laughs> hmm.
4: So Lisa Gallagher, she was on Tucker on Monday. Three FBI agents showed up at her house. Uh, This was the day after Joe Biden's speech because someone complained anonymously that she was at the Capitol rally on January 6th. She wasn't there. She didn't go. That's a conspiracy theory because it's something that didn't happen. And the world we live in, if you attend a rally, Uh, and Joe Biden has deemed that you're a terrorist, well, you can expect to have the government come after you. That's no conspiracy theory. Yeah, we're not losing. That's the thing. We're not losing. You might think we're losing, Freddie, and you might think all the FBI are good people, but take a look back through history. Look at COINTELPRO. Uh, Look at every time there's a terror threat, every time there's somebody who gets arrested, every time there's a mass shooting, the FBI knew about them first. If all the FBI were good people, then they would take care of these criminals before they're able to go out and commit crimes. Instead, they're hyper focused on Trump supporters who simply want a fair and free election, who simply want equal application of justice under the law. These are not crazy things to ask for. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's absolutely insane to me that this is the world that we live in now. But I wouldn't say that we're losing. I think that we're going to win handily come November, uh, when we retake power of both the House and Senate. And believe me, when we retake power of both the House and the Senate, I think Joe Biden's going to be impeached. I think we're going to have a vast majority of America first congressmen and senators sitting in office. And we're going to get some real investigations. We're going to get some real hearings digging into what happened over the course of the last several years we must gut this tyrannical government (sighs) all right that's all i've got to say on that subject but let's talk about this so lisa is a new jersey woman uh she she is apparently a trump ally and therefore she's dangerous uh so the fbi raided over her over a false report um Meanwhile, we've got no cash bail in Illinois. That takes effect very soon. Uh, that means you can commit second-degree murder or kidnapping. Uh, you can do a whole host of crimes in the state of Illinois, and you're going to get right out on the street. FBI doesn't even care about it. Uh, Kim Fox, Cook County attorney, state's attorney, she will not prosecute you. You can commit a fake hate crime. You're not going to get, pro- you're not gonna get uh, prosecuted. Uh, it's over and over and over again. Now, this is something that's very interesting to me. I I was wondering who exactly had been targeted by the FBI. You guys, give me just a second. We'll be right back after this. I see people in the chat talking about J.R. Majewski and our man J.R., who's going to be the newest representative for Ohio's 9th district come November, appeared last night on Tucker Carlson. Now, his his guest appearance was cut short due to the news about Mike Lindell being accosted and the drive through at a Hardee's, uh, but he did appear nonetheless. Let's go ahead and take a listen to what uh, Tucker and J.R. discussed.
7: Legal aliens have done the same thing just this year so far. So one of the very few congressional candidates promising to do anything about this at all is J.R. Majewski. He is running for Congress from Ohio. He joins us tonight. Mr. Majewski, thanks so much for coming on. So you're in Ohio Tell us why this is a concern of yours and of the people you hope to
3: represent. Well, Tucker, I can tell you that we've been in, infested by um, fentanyl here. Um, Toledo, yeah. Ohio, for example, and Ohio, the state itself, we've, we've become one of the um, largest states with respect to overdoses. Our children are, are dying on the streets and the Democratic Party is just disconnected and they're pretending as if this doesn't exist. And my opponent has been perpetuating these issues year over year and
7: watching this happen. It's, it's just terrible. So thank you for saying that. Bless you for saying that. That is the whole point. Americans are dying because of this. I wish we had more time. Really quick, who is your opponent, just so people at home can look this up? Marcy Kaptur, 40-year Democratic incumbent. And Marcy Kaptur, she should be ashamed. She really should be. R.G. Majewski running from Ohio for the United States Congress.
5: Now, we did call him RJ at the end, but obviously uh, that's an easy mistake to make. Here's the thing, guys. I want you all to know that I am an eternal optimist. I point out the failings, the shortcomings, the crimes of our government and our elected officials, not because I have some dark, overriding fear that we are going to be thrown in a gulag uh, or that we're going to lose. I truly do believe that we're going to win, but I believe the only way we can win is by being aware of the criminal acts of this regime and by fighting back against them. We have to raise awareness and we have to continue to press every single day and do everything in our power to ensure that victory. Uh, yes, President Trump does not seem worried. That gives me a lot of hope. Uh, his, his people, the people around him who have been uh, taken down, who have been raided by the FBI,
4: you know, they don't seem particularly worried as well. Uh, But these are people who are thought leaders in the conservative movement. And these are the types of people that they want to destroy because they are pushing out ideas and that hope. uh, And they're doing investigations into the things that matter. So we have to stay on top of this stuff and we have to hold them accountable. If we don't discuss it, if we don't bring this stuff out into the light, then that's where these criminal masterminds are going to be able to continue to do the types of things they've been doing for years. Uh, let me see. Is it robot again? Gosh, Gosh dang it. <laughs> you know, before it was uh, crickets. Before it was crickets. Now, it's the robot voice. I don't even know why it's doing that. Let me make sure that I, it won't happen. Okay, guys, that should be should be good. No, I, I absolutely plugged in last night. Uh, okay, yeah done with the uh, done with the robot stuff guys okay, so some of the people on the list Kyle and Amy creamer, Bernie Carrick he was the former NYC police commissioner uh, Boris Epstein uh, former attorney for President Trump Matt Morgan Justin Clark Adam Cheeseborough, Mike Roman uh, Joshua Finland an official at the uh, RNC John Eastman a Trump attorney Jenna Ellis of course also Trump attorney Joe Genova Rudy Giuliani. Sidney Powell, Victoria Tensing, Cleta Mitchell, Stephen Miller, state rep Jake Hoffman, former rep Louis Barletta, uh, dozens of others as well. This is not ending right there. But Mike Lindell obviously was one of those people. And I wasn't kidding when they said that uh, they went after him while he was in the drive through at Hardee's. Absolutely insane. Now, what's even worse about this is Mike Lindell conducts all of his business from his phone. He He doesn't have a computer is it still is it is it still doing it no okay it should not it should not be doing it right now guys uh yeah Yeah, i did not do it on purpose i definitely didn't do it on purpose okay okay Uh, let's see so what did they want from him well they wanted uh, his information uh, about what he's been able to determine happened in the 2020 election and how these voting machines were used to rig it in all of these different states let's uh let's take a listen
3: well everybody welcome to the lindell report and uh i guess i have my own breaking news tonight um we uh this afternoon, I was um, I went down uh, hunting in Iowa for the early teal season with my friend. This morning at 4 a.m., we got up, headed down to Iowa. We are coming back, and uh, we were we stopped to get go through a Hardies in Mankato, where I was born in Mankato, Minnesota. And cars pulled up in front.
2: Order now.
6: fighterflare.com.
3: A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. In front of us, to the side of us, and behind us, and I said... Um, these are either bad guys or the FBI. Well, it turns out they
6: were the FBI.
4: So it was the FBI. Now, not only does Mike Lindell use his phone to control his his business interests, has all of his information on it. Um, but he also apparently controls his hearing aids with it. So really insidious that the FBI would come after him, take his phone, uh, and specifically try to handicap him in such a way. All right. Now, I wanted to also mention that I produced my first article on Substack, you guys. Uh, and I would like to ask that everybody here join my Substack. It's free. At some point, you are going to be able to support me through Substack, but. Uh, The articles that I'm going to produce in there are going to be free, just like the videos that I produce. Uh, And uh, here is the link to that article. You guys can go ahead and check it out and tell me what you think. So uh, the subject of this article is a confidential Rand Corporation uh, research paper uh, that was put out for some elements of the national security state and the DNC. Uh, And that seems to be to be the most important aspect of it. The same report that went to the CIA, the Department of State and the NSA also went to the Democratic National Committee. And it shows the political favoritism uh, that is present in these large intelligence connected NGOs uh, that uh, are propping up Joe Biden and attempting to protect him uh, and at the same time destroy large parts of the world. Believe me, this is uh, all about controlled crisis that is designed to depress the economies of large countries and the entire continent of Europe. Uh, in an effort to prop up the flagging United States dollar and stave off any type of, uh, economic insecurity that might happen here. But more importantly, also to prop up the regime of Joe Biden. Now, I learned about this because John Mark Dugan, uh, was, uh, uh the first person to reveal it. Uh, I wrote this article yesterday and, and got it out pretty quickly after that. Now, uh, a lot of, there were a number of people who said, you know, this looks fake. I don't think it's real. Um, but uh, I will tell you this. Uh, Gateway Pundit is also reporting on this. Now, they actually linked to somebody else's Substack. I haven't had a chance to to read the article, um, but uh, they titled it uh, pretty much the same thing I did uh, to uh, strengthen the United States and weaken Germany. And the whole plan was to draw Germany and Russia into the conflict in Ukraine, uh, which would cause uh, uh, global outrage at Russia The introduction of sanctions and the cutting off of exports from Russia to Germany. Now, Germany is dependent on cheap natural gas coming from Russia and cheap electric power coming from France. Uh, The United States and the Rand Corporation appear to be very, very sensitive to the idea of a Franco-German alliance, which would strengthen that part of the European continent and produce a political and economic foe to the United States. The United States uh, is on the verge of losing most favored currency status across the globe. And if that happens, uh, we're going to have a a massive economic downturn here. Now, of course, I don't want the United States to fail. Uh, I don't want the economy to fail because I I want all of us to be okay. But the real the real danger here is the manner in which they are attempting to prop up the United States Uh, by creating war in Europe. By dragging all these countries in and uh, producing not only an economic downturn, but a complete stoppage of the German economy, many other aspects of the European economy, Uh, bringing this war to Europe also obviously is going to produce many, many deaths. uh, But it's also going to produce massive levels of migration, people leaving Europe and then probably ending up coming here. uh, Is it happening again? No. Okay.
6: All right. Okay,
4: and uh what's going on over here? Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's happening over there on uh on on, on Rumble, but you know, let's let, let's uh let's all get along guys. Let's all get along. Uh anyways, please do me a favor. Read that Substack article, give me your thoughts in the comments uh of that article and know that I wouldn't just put it out there and claim that it was real. I you know, we don't know for certain whether or not it's real because the Rand Corporation didn't publish it on their website, but I think the fact that uh Gateway pundit and Larry Johnson are writing about it uh lends just a little bit more credence to it uh and it makes me think that, you know, it's probably that much more real. Now, this is an article that I think is extremely important for everybody out there who still believes that the jabs are safe uh, efficacious, uh, and, uh, and necessary. We have scientists from Harvard and John Hopkins who have recently published a new report that shows that the COVID-19 jabs are 98 times worse than the virus itself. Now, this is a preprint study, but it's been produced by nine health experts from a, a number of major universities. And it shows that, Yes, the virus is 98 times less worse than the vaccines. The vaccines are much, much worse than the virus itself. And the mandatory booster vaccinations in colleges is ethically unjustifiable. Uh, This is a study that was posted on the Social Science Research Network in September, and it's entitled COVID-19 Boosters for Young Adults. A Risk-Benefit Assessment and Five Ethical Arguments Against Mandates at Universities. And it's just in time uh, because one of the most authoritarian nations in regards to the uh, vaccine mandates and the mask mandates was New Zealand. Uh, The same day this study was announced, we also had word coming out of New Zealand uh, that uh, they 're no longer going to be forcing people to get jabbed, and they 're no longer even going to be forcing people to wear masks so that 's a win that 's a win uh, but it 's not a win for everybody who was forced to take a jab, everybody who felt that they had to in order to keep their jobs or uh, to you know have a relationship with their families, uh, go out go to work, you know all that stuff so these are the reasons. Why the COVID-19 vaccine mandates are unethical. In young people, there is no formal risk benefit assessment that exists for the age group. That would be college age people they're looking at. Uh, Vaccine mandates may result in a net expected harm to individual young people. Take a look at people like Justin Bieber and his wife, uh, Haley Bieber, Uh, They both suffered some really catastrophic health issues very recently. Justin Bieber had to cancel his tour as a result of half of his face being paralyzed and uh, uh, the onset of a number of other symptoms. Uh, We also show that vaccine mandates are not proportionate. The expected harms are not outweighed by public health benefits, given the modest and transient effectiveness of vaccines against transmission, Uh, We have U.S. mandates uh, shown to violate the reciprocity principle because rare, serious vaccine related harms will not be reliably compensated due to gaps in current vaccine injury schemes. Usually when somebody is injured by a vaccine in the United States, they're just screwed for the rest of their life. Uh, They don't have any recourse that they can take because the vaccine companies have uh, basic total protection from the United States government. We also show that mandates create wider social harms. We consider counter arguments such as the desire for socialization and safety and show that such arguments lack scientific and or ethical support. You may remember in the past I brought you uh, in uh, some coverage about what the government was doing to figure out the best way to convince people to take these jabs and the societal effects were one of them. Uh, making people feel as if they were somehow hurting their family members or the people they love if they chose not to get jabbed. Uh, and uh, certainly if you were a college student who was in the midst of your education and you learned that unless you get jabbed, then you can't come back to school and you just wasted all of your money. Well, there you go. You know, I mean, a lot of people felt like they were forced into it. And as a result, we have a massive problem in the United States right now. Many, many more deaths among this age group, many new injuries among this age group as well. It's not bad enough that Gen Z people are already some of the stupidest people in the world. If you take a look at the Internet, uh, unfortunately, that's that's not everybody, obviously. And I know that a lot of us here have kids. Um, this is really just me trying to be comical uh, about the state of the world and the future of the United States. I I think that many of us uh, have really tried since birth to give our kids the best leg up in life. And when it comes to the system of education that we have in this nation, uh, when it comes to the vast damage that is done to people through social media, uh, sometimes it's just difficult to overcome. Uh, I believe that anybody who grew up in an environment like this uh, is still going to be able to rectify and right any of those wrongs. But if you're a young person who was forced to take the jab or if you were made to feel that you would somehow be hurting the people you love by not taking the jab, there may not be any hope for you. I know that we have adults in the audience who felt forced to take the jab, who who were told that if they didn't take the jab, they wouldn't be able to have relationships with their children or with their grandchildren or that they wouldn't be able to continue on with their careers. And I know many of those people have come to develop life-threatening illnesses as a result of that. This is one of the most insidious things I've ever seen in the history of our nation. You know, and when people say, why would the government do that to us? Why would these companies do that to us? There is a lot of money in the short term in terms of the vaccine agenda. Uh, Also, it's a lot easier to control people if they're forced to remain in their homes because they can no longer walk It's a lot easier to suppress someone's freedom of speech if they can no longer speak elegantly or eloquently. Uh, It's a lot easier to control a population if people are brain dead as a result of the failing education system that we have in this nation. It's disgusting what they have done. And at the same time they're doing that. We have the argument about leftists and teachers in America who have attempted to groom our children. You know, I I did a story one time about a number of Democrat politicians who had been arrested for uh, for attempting to engage in sexual activity with kids. It's not just Democrats. I think it's disproportionately Democrats. And certainly when we look at the public education system, uh, we can look at the recent reports from Project Veritas. Those are all leftists. Okay, those are all leftists, those people that are attempting to brainwash our children who are attempting to create the next generation of leftists. Whenever we see people who are engaged in pedophilic behavior, they are identifying with that end of the spectrum as well. You know, we don't have outspoken pedophiles or these minor attracted persons uh, that are conservative, patriotic American citizens. It's always going to be people on the left. We just recently had this situation where a teacher in Texas uh, was yelling at his students, telling them not to judge pedophiles for wanting to have sex with children. Oh, wait. Hmm. How does that make you feel? I mean, hopefully that enrages you. Uh, Certainly it enraged the school board where this person worked. Uh, This is not something that we should be made to feel. That we can't say Uh, it's outrageous to me that anybody should want to have sex with a child with a child. It's also outrageous to me that we're being told that we have to accept that. Uh, they have fostered an atmosphere here in America uh, where pedophiles went from being some of the most reviled people on planet Earth to somehow being some vital part of the community. There is nothing vital about pedophiles. There, there's no purpose that pedophiles serve except to serve their own sick desires and to damage the next generation of children that are coming up in America today. Minor attracted persons as a term is an attempt to whitewash the damage that a pedophile does. Nobody should be allowed to engage in this behavior. And for some reason, the elite have some fascination with it. The elite want us to accept it as some portion of society. You know, if pedophiles are roaming around free in society, free to engage in and and, and take part in these disgusting and uh, shameful behaviors, then what they're going to do is to create more pedophiles. They're going to create more damaged people who are going to grow up and have a really hard time in life. It's absolutely disgusting. Yes, he needs to be investigated. Being terminated is not enough. I bet if you went and looked on this guy's computer, then you would probably find that he did more than just tolerate people who were attracted to kids. Let me go ahead and play this for you.
5: Stephanie, the firing comes days after a video recorded by a student went viral last week. The teacher can be heard saying pedophiles should be called MAPs or minor attracted persons. Take a look.
3: Oh, stop calling them that. You're allowed to delay the no. like that. What?
6: Stop
5: it. Yeah. We're
6: not going to call
5: them that.
0: We're going to call them maps. No. Modern, attractive persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a popular That's the full video what? that
5: went viral ever
4: since it began. And it's a woman, too. This is not a, an issue. I, I just assumed it was a guy. But it's not. It's a woman. It's a woman. I, I think that this is even more insidious. You know, there was this kind of brouhaha that happened recently where this uh, this account on Truth Social uh had an issue with calling a teacher who had sex with her her student a pedophile because it was a woman and a young boy. But it's a pedophile no matter any way you slice it. It doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. If it's a kid, then it's illegal and it's morally reprehensible behavior. So these types of individuals are what make up the dominant portion of the left-wing radicals that are now essentially trying to run America uh, and trying to control the thoughts of your children as they come up here in this nation. We can't allow this. We've been soft on things like this and we simply can't allow it to continue. Uh, I don't care if these people want to be called minor attractive persons. They're pedophiles. There's no way to say it. Other than that, these people are pedophiles and pedophiles cannot be tolerated to simply Walk around and do whatever the hell they want in our society, because that's how you get to the point where we are today, where pedophiles are running the country. Pedophiles are running the State Department. Pedophiles are running the CIA. Pedophiles are in positions of power all over the place because they're easily blackmailable, Uh, because other pedophiles want to engage in this sick behavior. They get into positions of power and then they help their friends out. And then those people can abuse kids and that's it. Please hit the like button, hit that plus sign if you agree with me that pedophiles should not be given the respect that these people are trying to dish out. Okay, now, uh, I mentioned uh, Jacinda Arden and New Zealand. Oh, God, this woman makes me insane. Uh, she's so disingenuous, and uh, every time she speaks to people, it's like she's talking to a five-year-old. Uh, New Zealand is one of the worst first places— uh, to implement vaccine mandates and to implement mask mandates. Uh, and now, because COVID's over, you know, and it has been for a long time, uh, and oh God, this is what she said on national television, too. Remember this? I can confirm that, that Tinder liaisons have reopened. <laughs> Great news. The Prime Minister of New Zealand confirming that it's safe to go out and sleep with people on Tinder. Anyways. Uh, She says now that people should have the right to make their own decisions. What's different now? You know, I don't know. Politics. That's the only thing. This is the time that when finally, rather than feeling that COVID dictates what happens to us, our lives and our future,
5: we take control as we continue to drive economic activity and our recovery.
4: (laughs) Uh, Jacinda Arden is a real peach, a real peach. All right, you guys, hang on. I want to make sure there was nothing else I had to talk about, and then uh, we're going to go ahead and go through these thank yous over here. I had a couple of thank yous on Cash App and then on Buy Me a Coffee. Let me see. Uh, My interview Monday night with uh, Jake Lang. Uh, That's a a really good one. I suggest you watch it. It's only about an hour. Uh, Pam said, Zach, this interview was so moving. Thank you. Uh, also, Luann V says, I'm so happy you're going to Ohio to Jr's rally. Tell him that we're praying for him. You absolutely should be there, and here's a little help to pay for the trip. God bless you, Patriot. Thank you very much. Yes, if you weren't watching the rally over the weekend, then you may not know that this weekend I'm flying to Ohio to be at the rally there with President Trump and J.R. in person. I'm really hoping that I get a chance to meet President Trump. I'm probably going to get a chance to meet um uh, Ivan, Ivan Raikland is going to be there. Also Marjorie Taylor green. Uh, Lisa is going to be running the stream from here. So you're still going to be able to watch the stream on my channel, uh, and the rally. Maybe you'll see me there and I'm going to try to zoom in and, uh, give you guys a live in-person update about what's happening. Certainly if I get pictures and videos with the president, you guys know I'm going to post them right away. Uh, Gump says, love you, Zach. Thank you very much, Gump. I appreciate you brother. And, uh, and then uh, I'm probably going to do something with JR while I'm there as well. We're going to be hanging out. i uh, got to stay at a hotel, so your support is greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, and uh, obviously getting a last-minute flight isn't cheap either, but it's something that I wouldn't miss for the world. Um, you know, I've been able to stream – The times where President Trump called out JR and JR was able to speak on stage, but to actually be there in person and uh, to get VIP access and to watch it happen live, you guys, it's going to be another thing entirely. Uh, I'm so proud of JR uh, and I'm so proud of everything that all the patriots across America are doing to take back our nation and uh, to shut down this global criminal cabal that has really entrenched itself in our government and tried to do everything they can to destroy us. We're not going to let it happen. Uh, We're going to take back our country, and we're going to do it uh, one state at a time here in November. Uh, Let me see. need to say thank you to Mike. Mike, thank you very much yesterday. I appreciate that, brother. And uh, also, because I'm flying out on Friday, the stream that was scheduled for Friday— Uh, It's with a a couple who have started a nonprofit organization after they were kicked out of med school uh, because they refused to get the jab. They stuck to their principles and uh, and their religious convictions and and their faith. Uh, They were forced out and they're doing whatever they can now to help other students uh, that are going to school to be doctors uh, to stop that from happening in the near future. Uh, So please be here Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time for the stream that would have been Friday at 10 p.m. Uh, and we're gonna go through all of that. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> Zach has to wear the shirts to signal to the FBI. Yeah, they're gonna know who I am already. Uh, Luan V says, uh, oh no, not the pillow man too. Nikki the Greek, thank you for that cookie. JBTN01, thank you for those two cookies. 10 Alien surface says a cookie for the robot. Just d- cute, just duckies says. I hope you're feeling better. Thank you, cozy bear says. That was awesome. JB T N O one says. Optimus pill. Karenza says. RP. I don't get in here with pills as often as I would like, but you are and have been my go-to for real news. Thank you very very much. Who cares? Good to see you dropping a cookie, Jeffy with a cookie as well. PJ Car seventeen says. Keep being you. RP seventy eight. Just Ducky says the only reason they're normalizing pedophilia is because they know their time is almost up. I think you're absolutely right. They are pushing as hard as they can to try to send their agenda over the edge to create a kind of a, a, you know, a a, a mass negative awakening in the manner that they want. They want to push America into this hellish, hellish dystopian future hellscape, and we can't allow it to happen. Asquatch says, great New Zealand accent, Zach. Here's a can. Uh, Nakaz808 says, thank you so much for so many good interviews. Clay Clark interview was fire. Thank you. Persnick says, thank you, Zach. Florida Girl for Trump and Q says, agreeing with Asquatch. Great accent. Have a good time at the rally. Luan V says, does Trump Jr., does Trump know Jr. ain't a farmer? Yes, he, he does know Jr. is not a farmer. But there is uh, a lot of rural areas in Jr's district. And so President Trump is kind of just uh, being a little tongue in cheek there. Karenza says to help with getting you to see Jr and the boss. Thank you very much. Uh, FV, FVT says tell Jr we're all praying he wins. Have a safe trip. Absolutely. Uh, let me see. Uh, D. Willie Seven says, hey, Zach, I did the impersonation of Fauci and Gene Decode. How you doing? I just tuned in uh, to what happened. What happened to Mike Lindell? Mike Lindell got raided in a manner of speaking. The FBI surrounded him when he was in the drive through at Hardee's and they took his phone. Uh, I think, you know what, actually, real quick, before we leave, let me go to Truth Social because my good friend posted the Mike Lindell documents in the comments on today's, here we go, MAGA Time Warp. Thank you very much. Let, let's take a look at this before we go. The physical cell phone number, they, of course, got to block it out. A uh, big... Big Lemon 77 says, always a great show, Zach. Thank you very much for that. Appreciate that. So all records and information on the Lindell cell phone that constitute fruits, evidence, or instrumentalities of violations. Ooh, 18 U.S.C. 1028. I wonder if I can. uh, I can't copy that. Let me let me see if I can look this up. I'm interested to know what that uh, 18 U.S.C. 1028.
6: 1028A7. 1028A7. Let's see what comes up from that.
4: 18USC. Aggravated identity. No, that's not it. <clears throat> 18USC 1028. Okay. A7. Knowingly transfers, possesses, or uses without lawful authority. A means of identification of another person with the intent intent to commit or to aid or abet or in connection with any unlawful activity that violates uh, constitutes a violation of federal law or that constitutes a felony under any applicable state or local law. So that to me sounds like it has to do with the Tina Peters case, uh, because there was some claim, which is total bullshit, absolute lie uh that Tina Peters had used somebody else's badge without their knowledge to gain access to the computers and to the voting information there uh in uh in, in Mesa County Colorado. Uh there is going to be an update on that. Tina Peters is in the midst of her trial there. We need to keep Tina in our prayers. Uh so continuing on uh these violations involving Tina Peters, Conan James Hayes, Belinda Nis- uh, King Nisley Sandra Brown, Sharona Bishop, Michael Lindell, and or Douglas Frank. Wow, looks like they're going after Doug Frank as well. Among other co-conspirators known uh, and the unknowns to the government, the subjects since November 1st, 2020, probably going to go after a um, uh, 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 code monkey as well. I would imagine all records and information relating to damage to any Dominion computerized voting system, including an impairment to or attempt to impair the integrity or availability of data, a program, a system or information. All records and information relating to BIOS on any Dominion computerized voting system, including any modification to or attempt to modify a BIOS setting. All records and information relating to the attachment of any peripheral to any Dominion computerized voting system, including the USB flash storage drive or other external media. All records and information relating to the operation of any optical disk drive on any Dominion computerized voting system, including the use or the attempted use of CDs or DVDs to run software. All records and information relating to any software, program, application, or code used to obtain—oh, I'm not even showing you guys on screen, I'm Uh, uh, sorry—authorization or lack of authorization to damage or modify any Dominion computerized voting system. All records and information relating to any attempted or successful misappropriation, theft, conversion, transfer, or exfiltration of any proprietary hardware, software, or other data— All records and information relating to Conan James Hayes' use of another person's name, photograph credentials, or other identifying info and docs. All records and information relating to the geographical location of any subject. All records and information indicating the state of mind of any subject as it relates to subject offenses discussed in the affidavit. All records and information indicating attempts by any subject to conceal an individual's involvement in the subject offenses. Records and info indicating the identity of any persons, including records that help reveal the whereabouts of the persons who communicated with any subject about any matters related to the submission of the subject defenses. Evidence of who used, owned, and controlled the Lindell cell phone at the time. The things described in this warrant were created, edited, or deleted, such as logs, registry entries, configuration files, saved usernames, and passwords. You know, here's the thing, guys. Mike Lindell has the money to be able to stave off something like this coming from the United States government. When it comes to somebody like Tina Peters, when it comes to any one of us out here in the alternative media – You know, this is a scary thing to know that at any moment our government could be coming after us. You know, yes, you know, at the end of the day, things might be okay, but they have the possibility they have the uh, the, the 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 real means to destroy a normal person, any one of us. We could have everything taken away in the blink of an eye. And this is what we're fighting against. And anybody who thinks that we're crazy for attempting to fight against this, you're the enemy as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Until you recognize that the government could just as easily come after you, then you don't get it. And if you're fighting for the government to have the ability to come and destroy an average everyday citizen because they're trying to do the right thing, because they're trying to raise awareness, because they're trying to show the crimes that have been committed, you know, I don't know what to say to you. Because after they're done with us, they're coming for you, all right? After they're done with us, They'll come for you. And only then will you understand. Now, I hope that we can stop it from getting to that point. I want to protect the people out there who have yet to be targeted by their own government. But it's a real possibility. And I certainly hope that day never comes. I want to make sure just duckies over here says any chance to meet up in Ohio uh pr- probably not if i'm at the rally then and you find me then maybe um but i fly in on friday i immediately go to the hotel i'm going to link up with jr and we're going to have dinner and then i'm going to get all everything ready for for tomorrow for saturday and then we're going to go to the rally location early uh i'm going to be set up there to uh to meet president trump and to meet uh, uh any other vip's that i can get on film uh and then i fly out on sunday so I, I'm probably not going to have the ability to like go out and about and meet people. If you guys are at the rally, by all means, l- let's, let's, uh, let's link up. Uh, Sean, Joe, thank you very much for that cookie as well. Uh, Debbie Roush, under the screen, there are icons. The first icon is the intro page with the red pill oval. I don't know what that. All right, you guys, thank you very much for being here. I appreciate you hanging out with me uh, and I uh, appreciate your help in fighting against a tyrannical and authoritarian regime. Even if you don't agree with me, you have every right, every much of a right as I do, to live a life full of liberty and happiness, and I hope that we can preserve that for future generations. Thank you for being here. The gold pills have been passed out. Good luck, everyone, and God bless. Do me a favor, guys. If you're over there on Foxhole, please hit the red pill. Hit the red pill right under my video. You can tell everybody how good this video is by hitting that red pill. Seriously, it will really, really support the show and my ability to continue doing this.
2: Thank you